Bokatov. Today's daf is daf nun gimel in Yuma. Daf nun gimel in Yuma. <clears throat> Near the top of the page, Tanro, actually the top line of the page, Tanro Bonan. By the way, we'll, we'll be looking at the illustration books today, uh, illustrations number 120 to 127, if you have your books. But uh, that'll be later on today. The Pasuk says, you put the incense on the fire before God. In other words, as we saw the other day, and we've been discussing, you don't put the incense on the fire, on the, on the shovel, the, the uh, pan that has the coals on it, outside the Kodesh Kodeshim. You're not supposed to do that. You shouldn't prepare it outside and then come into the Kodesh Kodeshim. The Kohen Gadol doesn't do it that way. This is to, to, uh, to exclude from the thoughts of the Tzadukim who, who read the Pusik wrong and they said, They said, no, you're supposed to prepare the, the uh, incense on the fire, meaning on the coals, on the pan, outside the Kodesh Kodeshim and bring then, that in, then bring that into the Kodesh Kodeshim. That's what he said you should do. Right? My Dorsh, what did they well, how did they learn the Pasik? The Pasik says, Kiba Anon In Perak Tasayan, and your Parshab Yom Kippur. It says in Pasik Bays, Perak Tasayan, Pasik Bays, the end of the Pasik, Kiba Anon, Kiba Anon Aral Kaparis. God says, I will appear on uh, in a cloud on the Kaparis era. In other words, I will appear when I as if to say when you come into the base Hamikdash, when you come into Kodesh Kodeshim, Hashem will appear on the cloud. That means that the cloud is supposed to be already processed before He comes in. He comes in with the with the um, with the Anan. So my Darsh Kiba Anan Eral Kaparis in the cloud, I will appear on the on the Torahs. That's how the Tzedukim translated the Pasuk. Perek Tesein Pasuk Beis. In the cloud, I will appear. Meaning, when you come into the Kodesh Kodeshim. The cloud will already be there. It means you you make you smoke up the uh, the the incense before you come in to the they, into the kodesh kodeshim. That's how the tzedukim learn. The achas amr lahem amr lahem chacham the chacham said no. But look for an emir. It says v'nasa nesa eish esadikos alo eish lefnei hashem before God. When you're in the kodesh kodeshim, then you put the ketores on the fire. This is in uh, pasuk tesayin. I mean, or rather, this is in um, pasuk yud gimel. In Hashem, you put the Ktoris on the fire before God. You put it in inside the Kosh Kashim. That's the that's the right shot, not like you Stukim are doing. And as we saw before, the Stukim, uh, we're always afraid that, that there would be a uh, a Kohen Gadol who was a secret uh, Tsuduki, and he would do the service wrong, and then he would be killed uh, by God because he, he did it wrong, he did it incorrectly. So what is the uh, what does that mean? Uh, the the pasuk that the tzedukim quoted, the pasuk in uh, par, in pasuk base in that parak. Everything today is in parak design. But I'm saying pasuk base says kiba anan eral kaparis malamet shenos in malashan. That it's not enough just to make the Torahs with the regular eleven ingredients, the the eleven spices that are listed in 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 uh, in, in the in the uh, book of Shmos. But rather, you also have to add on maloshin. Maloshin is an herb which is added, which makes the smoke rise in a in a, in a uh, straight column. It doesn't dissipate over uh, around. So is maloshin. You have to put in. That's what he means. Keep it non That's to teach me. It's supposed to come like a as a cloud. It's supposed to rise as a cloud. Not that the smoke should dissipate, and you shouldn't be able to to and you be able to see right through it. it should come up as a solid cloud. 
So that's what he said. That's what the post, the post that the Tzadukim quoted Kibanas to teach me is supposed to put Malashen in the Ketoros. Now the Gemara asks a strange thing. He just said the, he just said the reason. What do you do with the pasuk keeper on an air like a pasuk pasuk base? Teach me if they have maloshin in there. Then the Gemara asks again, How do you know you put maloshin in there? We just said the pasuk of keeper anon. And now the Gemara quotes another pasuk shenemar. And this is uh, in um, this is also in pasuk Gimel. It says bechisa anana ktoris as a kaporis, and the and the uh, cloud of the incense will cover the kaporis. The kaporis is the cover of the aron. So how will it cover it? You make a cloud, right? So you got How are you going to make the cloud by putting in maloshen into the ktoris? Halonos and maloshen. If you didn't put it in, if you didn't put the maloshen in, and as you didn't do the incense correctly, oh shachisar achas you're missing one of the ingredients, one of the spices. Chayev misa. Because that's what it says. The pasuk says, "Don't die. Don't do it correctly, or else you'll die." So uh, that's the pasuk. So the Gemara is going to ask soon. Well, what do you mean? We already had a pasuk of Kaparis. Why do you need two psukim for the uh, for Malosham? Uh, so the Gemara says, "Wait a minute. Forget about you know the fact that you didn't Malosham in there. But typically, the Kamayal be Erekonis. If you don't have the proper simon, if you don't have the proper spices." Or you're missing the malashit, that's not proper ktoras. So you're coming in empty-handed. And there's another iser of coming into the base of Mikdash empty-handed. Rashi says, um, Rashi says, uh, if you look on the uh, even with the Bach or uh, or above that, above that tapically, uh, near near the top of the about four or five lines in the down in the narrow lines in Rashi. Back in the in Pusik Bays, it says, You just can't come in any time. And you can't. In other words, if you come in empty-handed, so why say that the reason you're getting, the reason you'll die, the Kohen Gadol will die, is because he comes in with Ketoros, which is missing some of the ingredients. It's not because the Isra is, oh, uh, if you didn't have the Anan, you're going to die. You're going to die because you came in empty-handed. Before she ask a better question, if you didn't do it properly, you're burning on Yom Kippur. You don't have to make a fire. Yom Kippur is like Shabbos, right? You can't burn on Yom Kippur either. So that's, but that's a side thing. That's already the burning. Here we're talking about coming in. You can't come in at all with it without. So he's not concentrating on that. Amar Sheshes, Hachamayaskina. So the question over here is, why isn't a big question? I'll tell you why he didn't come in empty-handed. When he came in, he did come in empty-handed. He didn't have malosh, or he was missing some ingredient. But he was a shogig there. He forgot. He was, so he's not going to get killed for the Loyomus is only if there's Adam and Asra, right? So he's not going to die if it was a shogig. The haste of Bakhtara. But when he was Makhtarit, then he, then he was amazing. That's when he came in, he thought maybe it was a full Ketoris. He didn't think anything was missing. Then he noticed something was missing, and he did it anyway. He'll die for that. So he didn't come in. The Bia reconnaissance is not high, but he's high for, for uh, smoking the incense, uh, ma- uh, making the smoke in the, in the, ba- in the Kodesh Kodeshim without being complete. Ravashi Omar, Afil Teme Hesa Bazu Bazu. Then he was amazing coming in also. And so here's what happened. Ko and Ayel Shtaktaris. He came in with two handfuls. So he came in, he didn't come in empty handed. He came in with one proper handful and one handful missing. 
One was one was complete and one was missing. Abiel for coming in empty-handed because he came in with a complete one. In other words, there's there's you could look at it as three surim here. There's an iser to burn something uh, on, on you're not allowed to make a fire or burn something on Yom Kippur. That's one thing the Mar is not dealing with. There's another iser to come in empty-handed. There's another thing to burn the ktores to smoke it up without uh, being complete. So we say he, he, he didn't come in empty-handed. He came in with a complete, proper handful, but he burned the wrong one. Amar Mar. Let's go back to this question of uh, you have two psukim indicating the malo oshan that you need malo oshan kiba onan erel kapores and then the chisa anan akatores. Amar Mar menayin shnos about malo oshan tam lo bechisa kro lekro. I need a pasuk to prove another pasuk. You already said the first pasuk is kiba on pasuk beis. So why do I need the pasuk on your gimel again bechisa anan akatores? So Amr Rabbi Yosef versus Hafid Kamer, Ain li ela ale malo oshen. Funny, look, look at the list. Is like, it looks like alo ma'ale, right? Or ala biadi, as some will understand, right? Ela ala ela ale malo the leaf of malo oshen. Rabbi Yosef understood that the leaf is what really makes the smoke. Iker malo oshen minan. How do I know that I can use the roots too, which maybe is not as good, but it'll also make it rise. Tamlo rechisa, that's got a second pasuk. Amalei abai voyev katanya. We learned the other way around. That the, the the root is what really makes it smoke. The tanya nosim ba iker maloshan, right? If you put the roots in there, how you matam vola, then it would smoke up and rise in a column, kamako, like a like a stick, straight up. Achimegilishmekar until the smoke rose up until the ceiling. Kiven shigilishmekar once the smoke once smoke rises to the ceiling, what does it do? Mamashmish beyored bekosolim. Then it goes and it it uh, crawls along the walls, right? You see smoke goes up to the ceiling and then it just moves. It's got to go somewhere. It moves along the walls. Until the whole room was full of smoke. So what do you see? The thing is the roots is what you use. The Pasig and Shai says the house was full, meaning the Koshkush was full of smoke. So the point is, the question over here is that Abai is raising is that the roots uh, make more smoke. Look at the other way around. How do I know that the roots of the maloshan, eliika maloshan, ale maloshan? How do I know the leaves are also okay? You can use them to minayin tamal machisa. So the psukim tell me both. So, so in other words, the question is: according to Abaye, the roots are the main, make the best uh, smoke, make the best uh, maloshan. The roots are better. According to Yosei, the leaves are better. What do I need the two psukim for? Not because to tell me the roots versus the uh, the leaves. Right? No, 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 but I'll tell you, I need psukim. Maybe you only need that almost of a midbar. How do, that's only in the old of the Mishkan. In the midbar, there you needed the maloshan. Shiloh, when it was in Shiloh and Beis Olamah and the Beis Amigdash and Yerushalayim and Nine, how do I know you have to have the maloshan there too? Tamil Rechisa says the Gemara, what do you mean? Why do I need it? That, you're saying that Pusik, the second Pusik of the Chisa and Anakurs, is telling me the, the Beis Amigdash also. That's learned also from another Pesach, right? Also in Perak Tezayin, this is Pesach Tezayin, Tezayin Tezayin says, Right, Michael, that's how it goes, right? So that's in the Omoi, that's in the base of Migdash. I'll tell you why I need two psukim for Malashim. One is on Yom Kippur when the Kohen Gala goes into the Kodesh Kodeshim. How do we know the other days of the year when you don't go into Kodesh Kodeshim, but you bring the Ketores half in the morning, half in the evening? So therefore, uh, it's t- that's why you have the second pasuk for Ravashi Omer Chad Mitzvah Chad Laka. We're talking about Kachim over here. We know by Kachim we have a rule. The pasuk says it once. That's a mitzvah. If it says it a second time, then it's indispensable. So that's why you have two psukim for Malosh. Rav Omer Chad Lonish Chad Lazara. 
One is to tell me the punishment of lo yomus, right? Because if you don't do it right, you're going to die. And the first pasuk is talking about ayava b'chalei salakodesh is telling you don't do that, don't come in. In other words, the first pasuk is telling me the lo sase, the asara, the warning. And then the second pasuk is to teach me is to teach me the punishment. Um, and Rashi explains. But what do you mean? In the first pasuk, it also says below yomus. So Rashi says over here. That's the Rashi even with the Bach. The Ayavo Kiba Anan Azhara Azhara, right? The Chisa Anan below yomus Zeh Onish. The Ilu Lo Yomus Tal Yava. What do you mean? Back in the first pasuk and pasuk base, it also talks about below yomus. Lava Chisa and Anan Ksiv Ella Bi Arikonis. That's when you can't come in empty-handed. In other words, the Kohen Gadol coming into the base and make coming into Kodesh Kodeshim empty-handed. That's that's a punish. That's a death punishment right there. But that's with Lo Yomus. In other words, again, Lo Yomus, Michael, it says it in Pasuk Beis, that Lo Yomus is going on, don't come in empty-handed. And then Kiba Anan Erekapolis, that's the Lo Sase, Al Yavo, Kiba Anan, don't come in without the, the um, Mala Oshan, right? Without the, the, the proper uh, ingredients. And then the Pasuk Tezayan, or rather Pasuk Yigimel, rather, Pasuk Yigimel, Chisam, that's the Lo Yomus, that's the Onish. So you need one to tell me the Lo Sase, and one to tell me the Onish. And the Onish in Pasuk Beis is talking about the Onish for Bia Rekonis, not for the punishment for bringing in uh, a missing, you know, the Torah, uh, an incomplete Torah. So Ramachal Shechan Lazar, Tanya. Reb Lezer, Reb Lezer, Reb Lezer, Onish, like we just said, Lo Yomus is the Onish in Pasuk Yigimel, Kiven Eira Azhar, that's the Lo Sase, Yochi Yishneim Amurim Karabisus Bnearm, Maybe that's why the Bnei Aaron died. Maybe they died because they didn't do the Malosh. We just learned that you, if you don't put the Malosh in, you're going to die. So maybe that's, is that why Bnei Aaron died? And both these Pesukim were written before, before uh, Bnei Aaron died. Tamalomar, no, the Pesukim, how do we start off? Acharemos Bnei Aaron. Hashem gave us all this information, now all these uh, rules and commandments, Right after Bnei Aaron died, so Yochi Yeshnei Mamor Acher Misa Shnei Ben. So maybe both Pesukim were written after Bnei Aaron, but that can be Tam Lomer Kiba Onan Eira El Kaporas because it says I will appear on the Kaporas. God says I will appear, and when Bnei Aaron died, God had already appeared. So that Hakate said Asara Kadamisa. The warning was before they died. The Onesh Acher Misa. And the onish is after they died. In other words, again, you can't say that was all after that. Uh, that it was before they died, both psukim, because it says acharemos. Then it also can't be that uh, they can't, it can't be that everything was afterwards because it's a relic of porus. And at that point, when they died, he had already appeared. Right. So it must be that the warning was before, and they died afterwards. My Tamura, how do you know that? How do you know once before? I will appear, but dying Lonira. Era uh, means I will appear. But when when the boys died, God had already appeared. It says uh, uh, the Pasik says there, Rashi quotes the Pasik. Um, so therefore the warning that I will appear had to take place before they died. And yet they died and, and then it can't be that they were uh, the, the, the the punishment of Loyamas was before they die, because says Baran. So it must be that he warned them before, but the punishment was only mentioned after they died. So why did they die? Right? So why did they die? Two different appearances. One appearance is El Ha'am, which is outside, 
Right. The other one, the Ariel, like, no, Lord, no, so Hashem El Kola Um. Yeah, so, but that's what Rashi says. Yeah, but that's what he's referring to, that the Kvar Hashem was nearer. So, right, one's on the Kvar but they can't see it. And how did they see it? They couldn't see that, it inside. They saw the outside one. Right. They, what outside one? When the fire came down. Yeah, I mean, the, when they died, no, uh, no, right no, before no. they, no, would right, be right. But the Rashi says, Hashem el is right. talking about this nira. Rashi says it's the same nira. means they didn't see, they couldn't see inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, but they saw the honor that God, they saw that. That's what it means. Arai will appear, and the nation somehow saw that. They didn't see literally inside the Kodesh Kodeshim, but they saw that. So, therefore, the warning, Arai will appear, had it be before they died, because when they died, God's appear, God had already appeared to, the, to B'nai Yisrael in whatever form that was. So, therefore, so why were they punished? If they had not been told about their punishment, if this was the warning, don't go in without uh, Malo Oshan. And if they were punished for, they couldn't have been punished with death for Malo Oshan because the punishment hadn't yet been, hadn't yet been uh, commanded to them. So why were they punished? They didn't do it, they didn't really do a long halacha, but they paskin the halacha in front of the Rebbe, that was improper. What did they darshan? It says, Even though the main fire came down from heaven, they have to bring a comment, they have to bring that too. That's the right halacha. But they shouldn't have, they should have, Moshe should have paskin for them. They, they shouldn't have darshaned it on their own. And that's why they were punished. Yotso. Now we said the Kohen Gadol went out after we said after he did the uh, he, he, after he did the Ktoras, after he heaped up the Ktoras on the Aish inside the Kosh Kodeshim, he went out backwards. the way he went in, he, he backed out. He didn't turn around and show his back to the Kodesh Kodeshim. But I mean, how do we know this? Uh, Shlomo came to the Bama, to the altar in Gibbon, Yerushalayim. What do you mean Yerushalayim? Is it from Yerushalayim? It's from Yerushalayim. It doesn't say Yerushalayim. So what, what does that mean? Is he talking about on his way back, he went to Yerushalayim? It's not clear. Why does it say Gibbon, Yerushalayim? Gibbon is not Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is not Gibbon. His, 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 um, when he left Gibbon, going back to Shalayim, is like It's the same way as that when he went from Shalayim to Gibbon. Just like when he was going towards Gibbon, his face was towards the altar. When he left also, when he left Gibbon, he backed out of Shalayim. He went back. He, his face was still facing the altar. In other words, he just he reversed his steps, but he didn't turn around. He backed out. When they do their service, when Levim on their platform singing, the Israel, the Malan, when Israel are at their posts and they read the Psukim when the carbon uh, is brought each day, and they stand there and read the Psukim, when they leave, they didn't turn their face around the they turn their face sideways and they turn their face and as they walk backwards and they and Rabbi, if you leave your Rebbe, well you're not supposed to turn your turn around and walk out showing him your back. You turn your face sideways. would leave from his Rebbe wanted to leave first. would bow his head. in in his spot. In other words, he wouldn't leave. He would just bow down and, and allow Rabbi Yochanan to leave. 
without showing him his back. Until Rabbi Yochanan was uh, distanced from him so far, he couldn't see him anymore until he was out of sight. The Talmud wanted to leave. He would walk backwards until he couldn't see Rabbi Yochanan anymore. That's the proper thing to do, to walk, to go back from your, from your Rebbe. Rava Karavi Mifter Mined Rab Yosef. When Rava left Rab Yosef, Rava studied under Rab Yosef. Rab Yosef, you know, was blind like Rab Sheshes. He, he was blinded in his later years. He would walk backwards. He would walk backwards so much. Now, when you walk backwards a lot, you can't see where you're going. Adam Menachvan is the gear. So Menachvan Kari, until his feet became so bruised, Umistasen Askufta Rab Yosef, in the house or the yeshiva of Rab Yosef, the threshold became stained, dumma from blood because he was so bloody from walking back. If you walk backwards, you know, all the way, you're going to trip and fall and, and, and bruise yourself. They told Rabbi Yosef, who was blind, this is what Rabbi, your student, he walks backwards and he, he, he bloodies his feet. Let it be the will of God that your head will be above the whole city, meaning you'll be the Rosh Yeshiva, you're Zoha, because of the Kavad you'll be Zoha to that which he later was. When you daven, you finish Manasseh, what do you do? You go back three steps. Right, and afterwards eat in shalom. Then you say, "Oseh shalom bimramav." You back up. You're facing God. You go back three steps, like we said here. You're supposed to go backwards, facing God. You go back three steps. You you, you go back, and then you say shalom. Once you go three steps back, hasami uh, uh, Stay there. In other words, when you go back. Don't just go back three steps and immediately. Uh, go go front, go, you know, go forward three steps. No, once you go back three steps, you should wait there a little bit to show proper company by the make him mushal a Talmud. It's like a Talmud. I nifter leaving his Rebbe. Im chosel alt. If he if he goes right back, even as if he just goes back and then comes right back, what did he do? Doma lekelav sheshavalki. It's like a it's like a uh, a dog returning to his vomit. In other words, it's like you know you're not showing any respect. You're just going back. You know the, what what did you do? You have to go back and wait there. Tanya miyachim is pal tzoshiv siyashos pshiyasachorav. Learn the bais also that if you finish monaster, you're supposed to walk three steps back. Biachukach yitain shalom. Then you give shalom, meaning you say oseh shalom b'mermav v'yasa shalom. If you didn't do that, it's better that you shouldn't have davened at all because that's improper if you show improper respect. They said the name of You give shalom both ways. When you go back, he goes in one direction, right? Yamin, and then small. We'll talk about Shinemar. From God's right hand, he gave a, uh, a fiery law to the people. All right? So the right hand, he says, first give to the right, then to the left. Okay. Ah 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 ah. We'll come to that in a second. The Omer. Now the pasuk says, "Yipo mitzitcha elaf." A thousand will fall on your side. V'ravava minecha and ten thousand from your right side. My brother, what do I need the second pasuk for? The first pasuk already said, you know, "Mimi no" from the right side. That's the important side. My Omer v'chitema uchad milsi. Pashim shad is tells us one's a little bit more complicated. The pashim shad is, you know. People usually go to the right hand. Most people are righties, so you go to the right side, right? Maybe it's just, you know, when you when you receive something, when you give something, uh, the main thing is that you take something or you give something with your right hand. Tashma, no, no, no. It's not stam the right hand. Yipo mitzitcha elef, a thousand will fall from your side. Revava minecha, and ten thousand from your right side. So the left side is a thousand, the right side is ten thousand, showing you the right side is more important. Not just stam that people are righties that use it. The right side is more important. Therefore, you first bow down to the right side, and then to the left side. 
Rav Chazi Labayit Yav Shalma Yamina, he saw that he gave Shalom to the right side, Beresha, for first. Okay, that's like Chari's first. I'm like, no. Me Savas Liyamin Didach. You think it's your right side? No, the small You're supposed to go to the left side, Kamina, Daviyamina, Shalakarish Barku. So therefore, and this is what I see a lot of people do. I mean, you go Osechul and Ramav, there's several ways to do it, but you're supposed to go back with your left side first, because that's right side to Hashem, right? And then your right side, and then you go back three steps. That's how you do it. I think the same thing when, um, you know. Uh, so I said no, but also also when you, if you're, if you're davening for the Ahmed and there's no Kohen, and you do the. Um, Right, to your left, which is the right of God, right? Uh, to the right, and you go back. In other words, your left is, is God's right. You know? The whole draw show about that. that. So, Brian, uh, yes, Brian? yeah. You see, you see that by Yosef and, and Yaakov when he went, when Yaakov went to Yaakov Very good. I was just going to say that. Yeah, what happened there? Yeah. You see that he crossed his hands to make the, that uh, Yosef's left should be Yaakov's right. Right, right. So, so what's shot over there? So there's a famous, there's a Rajbam that says over there, right? He switched his hands around. And what did, what did Yosef then say to Yaakov? Lo chenavi. That's not how you do it. Lo chenavi. Put your hand on Menasha, the older one, right? Is that a way you speak to a father? Is that a way Yosef should speak to his father? No, pops, you did it wrong. What's shot? So you know what the Rashbam says? Rashbam says, Lo chenavi, no, not that you're doing it wrong. Lo chenavi, I didn't do it that way. Why did Yo- Yaakov switch his hands around, right? Because he, he, took, he, took, um, he took his hands, uh, he took his hand, and instead of putting his right hand on, Men- on Ephraim, he put, his right hand, uh, he put his right hand on Ephraim instead of Menashe, right? Right, Menashe. So in other words, right? So, so, uh, um, Yosef understood when his father switched his hands. Yosef understood that that Yaakov thought that Yosef had Menashe in Yosef's right hand, right? His right hand, his bechor, and Ephraim was in his left hand. So therefore, Yaakov switched it around to get Menashe in his right hand. That's what Yosef assumed. Says Yosef, Lochenavi, no pops, I didn't do it that way. I knew that since I'm coming to you, if I want Menashe to be in your right hand, he should be in my left hand. You with me? Yeah, he should be in my left hand so that it would go straight in, right? I have Menashe in my left hand, so it'll be your right, and Ephraim in my right hand, so it'll be your left. What did Yaakov say? Yadati bini yadati. I know you're smart enough to do that, to put, to put the one that you want in my right hand that should be in your left hand, but Becholzo, I'm switching it around. You understand? I know you did that. I know that Menashe is in your left hand, which would be my right hand directly, and Ephraim is in your right hand, which would be my left hand. I'm switching around anyway. I'm putting Ephraim first. Got it? So it's good. You understand? You, you, you got it? And that's what he says, Lochei Navi. It's a good shot, right? Not Lochei Navi is going on, on uh, Yaakov. It's going on Yosef. He's talking about himself. So that's what happened. He says, Amle Misavra. So, so uh, um, this is Rava who said, Rava um, Chazi uh, saw Baya doing it. No, no, don't think it's your right hand. You should, you should go with your left foot back first. I see them going back three, three um, steps. They take back three steps. 
as they're, as they're bowed down. As they're bowed down, in one Kriya, in one bowing down, in one, uh, you know, genuflection, as they call it, bow down, that's, that's good enough. And now when, he, when, when the Kohen Gadol backed all the way out of the Kodesh Kodeshim, and he was back now in the Heichal, and he made a, he's made a small tefillah. What is that? My master, what did he pray? Rava baravada, baravan baravada, tavai mishmei durav, they said, Amri Yiratzon. This is the, this is the tefillah that the Kohen Gadol made. Yerushalm fenech Hashem al-Kein shetei shanazu geshuma v'shchuna. This year should be one of rain and, and sun. And, and, and it should be a lot of, it should be a lot of heat. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? Shchuna yasi? It should be hot. Is that a good thing? Uh, we don't want things to dry up, right? What does that mean? It's going to be. It should be. It should be both, um, you know, hot and and dry and also rainy. If it's going to be uh, sunny and hot, take a shum at least have have rain. Rav Acha of Rei the Rav Masayim finished this way. Mishmei Rav Yuda Lo Yaadi Avid Shultim at the base Yuda. The rulership, the monarchy of the of Yehuda should never disappear. Should never go away. That was also part of Bracha. Lo Yamfei Yisrael Tzichin Lefanas Zemizeh. They shouldn't have to come on to one another for parnasa. They should be able to make parnasa berevach. What does that mean? They should do business with the goyim, I guess, right? They shouldn't. Have, it means they shouldn't have to come on to to to, uh, to charity. And the tefillah of Avraham, the people who, who travel, who are always saying hope for no rain, don't listen to them, God, because we need rain for our crops. Rabchinina ben Dosa, who is a famous uh, miracle worker, right? Avikosim uh, he was on the road. Shadamatra Alez, rain came down. Amar Rabban Shlom, Kolom Kolom, and Achazde, everybody's happy because they got rain for their crops. Vachanina, Bitsar, but I'm in Tsar, I'm, I'm suffering here in the rain. Pasuk Mitra, so the rain stopped because of his tefillah. Kiosla Basin, when he arrived home, and now he was at home, Amar Rabban Shlom, Kolom Kolom, now everybody is Bitsar because there's no rain and it's bad for the crops. Vachanina, Nachaz, I'm okay because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm home now. So, uh, and, and, and you made no rain for me on the road, but I'm home now. Asimitra, and the rain came, and for the crops. Omar Medosa, what does the tefillah of, uh, of the Kohen Gadol help against Rebchini Medosa, who was considered like a Ben Bias by the Roshlam, whatever he said, uh, he was able, God listened to. It was a story with a Kohen Gadol who made a very long tefillah. And they all, they count, they went in to, to look for him. His and they were coming in. They and he he would. They were coming and looking for him. They went into Eichel, and he was coming out. Why did you uh, Why did you uh, say your tefillah so long? And we were worried already that something happened to you. Is it? Are you upset that I was mispal? What do you think I was doing? I was mispal for you. What are you complaining about? should not be destroyed. Don't do that. Too long. We learn in the Mishnah. You shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't be marked with a tefillah, Kadesh Allah, Yisrael, not to scare uh, B'nai Yisrael. So there are people who marked with tefillah today also <laughs> scare everybody, put everybody, uh, put everybody out. Says the Mishnah, Mishnitil Aram. Now, before we learned that the Aram was Nignas, Aram, where was it? Was stored away, right? That Yeshua was stored away. Here, this Mishnah says, didn't say it was stored away, it says it was taken away. Taken away, what does that mean? It's taken away, we'll see. As we saw in the picture yesterday, and also we'll see it now, there was the there was no he didn't really put the Torahs in the second base of Migdash on 
uh, on the kaporas, on the oron, it was gone. There was just a stone there. It was a big flat, uh, like a flat uh, stone. That's called Evan Shethiyah. It was called the foundation stone, like Evan Shethiyah, the foundation stone that from which it was called that because the whole world was created from that stone, from that spot. The whole world was created. Gavomar Nashoshet was only three fingers uh, uh, high from the ground, and that's where he put the shovel, the the pan of the coals, and the ktoras on there. But Aleha Yenos, and on that he put the ktoras. Nonetheless, uh, as now, so now. So that's where he put it down and he went outside, right? Now, Natal Saddam, remember, he goes back all the way outside. Where was the dam of the par that he already shefted? It was being stirred by somebody out on the fourth row, outside the, uh, in the Azara, outside the, out, outside the Hechel. Uh, so Natal Saddam, me Mars, he took it from the person who was stirring it, which uh, is He went back to the same spot. To the same spot in the Kodesh Kodeshim. He went all the way back through the Echon to the Kodesh Kodeshim. Makam Sha'amat, the same plot. Where's that spot? Right centered between the two bottoms, so to speak. There were no bottom there, but like the, the tomb stays. And he sprinkled. He did one above and seven below. Not in different spots. They all wound up on the ground. If you look in the, in the illustrations from 120 to, to 127, you'll see this all. He put one above and seven below doesn't mean, what does that mean, one above and some below? He didn't go up in the air and go, he just threw them, they all wound up on the ground, but one means one one below, or one above, meaning he did it upside down with his hand towards the bottom, he did it upwards, and then seven down. How? wasn't really throwing it up or throwing it down. Mata, elikamatz, like with a whip. In other words, it was a whipping motion. One up and seven down. Right? The kachoyamona, and this is how he did it. Achas, right, he said achas, achas, achas. When he did the first one, he did that up. Then when he did the first one down, he said, achas v'achas. Why did he, he didn't do another one up. He, why did he say, achas v'achas, and then, achas v'shtayim, achas v'shosh, achas v'arba, achas v'shem, achas v'shesh, achas v'sheva? That's so that he shouldn't get mixed up with the numbers. Remember, okay, I did one above, one below. So we'll see later on, the we'll say that, why he did, why he really did one above, why didn't just say, achas below, achas is as he whipped down in a downward motion, why did it say, why did he repeat each time, achas, so he shouldn't get mixed up with the count. Now, he had this bowl of blood, which he had done the eight hazos, right? One above and seven facing down, that's eight. And he went out and he put it on, there was a gold stand there, you'll see that in the diagram, Shemeichel. Havila Sasar. Now, they brought, now he did that, then he went outside, back outside the Azara. There's an illustration of that, and they brought in the Sa'ir, this is the Sa'ir Lashem. We're looking now, if you're looking at it just for uh, quickly, at uh, number 123. They, that's where you see the, 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 he left the base of he left the Heichal, he's outside now, and he shechted, remember, he has to do all the avoda. They brought him the sa'ir, the goat, and he shechted that, shechted, the kibbub of Mizrak, he was mekabal adamis damo. Nichnes l'makam shechted, he went back to the same place, v'amakam shaman, the same place between the badim in the Kodesh Kodeshim, v'hizam imenu, and now he sprinkled with that too, achas l'mala v'sheva l'mata. Again, how many sprinklings so far? 16. One and seven with the par, one and seven with the sa'ir. Okay, all right. Now he put it, there was a second stand. If you're looking at 122 or 124, you'll see there were two stands. On one was the, uh, the, the bowl of the, of the dam of the par, one of the sa'ir. He put in the second one. So now there are two. There was only one stand, bovad. And when he put, so first he removed the, the dam of the par, he now picked up that bowl, v'niach dam sar, and put the sar down. V'hizamimenu, and now with the dam of the sar, and, and now with which one? V'hizamimenu, with the dam of the par. In other words, he first did the par in the Kodesh Kodeshim, he did the par. Then he did the sa'ir, right? He shechted the sa'ir, brought it in. 
Now he put the sour blood down, he took the paradama blood above, and now he sprinkled the same one and seven, not in the Kodesh Kodeshim, but on the parochas, in the Heichel, opposite that spot, and you're looking there at number 125. Right and one twenty six as it goes on. Right, that's what we're looking at. These are metal ala parochas shekineged aron in the parochas. He's in the heichal, looking at the curtains, right opposite where the aron was. Mibachutz achz l'mal v'shev l'matav lo yimaskaven. Again, he didn't wasn't going to throw it. wasn't He wasn't throwing it on the parochas, but rather just with the motions, one up and seven down. Kachayimon and he counted achas 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 seven. Natal damasai now. He went back and took the dam of the sawyer again. Now we're up to how many sprinklings has he done? 24. 8 times 3 is 24, right? Now he went took the dam of the sawyer. dam apart. He put the dam apart down. This sounds like, this sounds like Rabbi Yehuda, that there was only one con. So he first had to pick up the, the, the there's only one stand there. So he picked the dam apart and then he put down the, the one of the par. According to the Chachamim, there were two, so it didn't have to be. A, so he, he, could have, he could have put them both down first. V'hiza mimenu ala parochas. And now we do the Can I get an Aron? Bibachutz Achzmal Shel Mata. Now we have how many sprinklings so far? Thirty-two. Eight and eight inside. Eight and eight on the parochas outside. Then what did he do? Ira Dama Par Latoch Dam Hasoyer. He took the dam of the par and poured that into the dam of the soyer to mix them. V'Nasan Amalei Boreken. And then he, the one that was full, he put that into the empty one back, and it was backwards to mix it up well. So now that now the two dams were mixed up, why did you do that? Why did you mix them up now? Because now. According to this sheet, we'll see, he had to go do, could do the sprinklings on the, uh, how do you know you're sprinkling on the, on the parochas? After the Kodesh Christian, it says, And now he mixes them up because now he's going to sprinkle on the Mizbeach, the inner Mizbeach, the Mizbeach Azov, from the mixture. So let's, before we get into those details again, the Gemara says, what do you mean? Misha Nigdas Loktani, the Mishnah didn't say when it was stored away, when it was buried, like by Yoshio. El Misha Nidl was taken away. Tanan, command Omer, Golo This goes like, the, our Mishnah goes like the Tanu who says that the Aaron was exiled to Bavel. The Tanu Reb Lezer Omer, this is Reb Lezer, listen carefully, Reb Lezer Omer. Aaron, Gilo, Golo, Lebavel, Shinemar, Ulchuva, Sashona, the next year, Shalach, Amalach, Mukhadnetzer, the Mukhadnetzer took and he came and he took Yo Yochin. All right, he brought Yochan into Bavel in exile. Im Klechem, this base Hashem. With the Kalim of the desire of the, that are very, you know, Hashiv, precious to, in the house of God. And what is that? That's the Aram. Rabbi Shimon Yechoi Omer. Now, Rabbi Shimon Yechoi, the Zerajbi says, Omer, Aram Golabavel. He also says it was Golabavel. According to this sheet, we'll see Rabbi Shimon Yechoi says, now also, it went to exile. Shnemar, lo yivaser dover amashem. Nothing will be left. What is dover? Dover's words. Elu aseris adibros shabo. Aseris adibros we're also in the Aron. That's when that's that's how you because says Lo Yisar Dover, meaning the Sarsdibus also was taken to exile. Rabbi Yudam and Lakishom, no, Aron Dom Komenignas. It was stored away. It was buried in the under the base of Mikdash. Shneimar Vayiru Vayiru Rashi Abadim. Then I You could see the the heads of the staves from the Kodesh Al Pnei Advir through the. Uh, that was the mechitza between the Kodesh and the Kodesh Kashim. You couldn't see them because they were, they, they were the curtain uh, kept them, or the curtain of the wall. This is important. And they were there until this day. That means that the Aaron with the staves were there until this day. So you know what this, what this day means? Forever. Now, this is what, so, so that's what, that's what uh, Rabbi Yudah ben Lakish says. 
Upliga de Ula, this disagrees with Ula because we just said Rabbi Shimon Yochai holds like Rabbi Lezer that it was taken into exile. This disagrees with, with Ula because Ula says that Shal Rabmasi ben Kharash asked Rabbi Shimon They asked that Rabbi Rabmasi asked uh, ben Kharash asked Rabbi Shimon Yochai the same Baromi b'chemiachash Rabbi Lezer malamdan since Rabbi Lezer has taught us what that the Oren went into exile. Par Mishona Ushnia he's taught us twice this right. Par Mishona Ushnia Klomer Mishnei Mikros from two Pesukim. Are in Galil Bavel, Rishona had Amr. This is what we said before. Vayevieo Bavel. We said Nebuchadnezzar brought Yachin to Bavel. Im Klechem Beis Hashem. Shnia. What's the second pasuk? I say he says there were two pesukim teaching us that it went into Galus. Mahi. There's the Vayetz and Mibastiyom left from the daughter of Zion. Kaladara, all its glory, all its splendor. My Kaladara, Chadara. It's cheder. It's the it's a secret place. Hagonas bechadrim. What's hidden in the in the in the cheder? That's the aron. It was taken away. So atamatomer. What do you say about this? He said to Rishon Yochai. Now the Reb says that it's gone into Golis. What do you say about these two psukim? Amrlo shani omer. I say aron bemakomen nidus. I say was stored there. Shenemer byerichu abadim and they were long. Adayomazeh. Right. So so adayomazeh. Amrlei rab. Amrlei rabalula. My mashma. How do you see that? Tzivai byerusham adayomazeh. Until until this day, that means they were always there. So tomorrow's Gemara is going to say, "What do you mean? Wherever it says Adioma Zed, does that mean even now that it's there forever? What does that mean? It doesn't say Shem. We'll see the Pesukim tomorrow, Mitzvah, as we continue. Have a good day, everybody."